Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome back to Hard Bloom Podcast. And today I want to welcome a very special guest. Her name is Natsune from Life Up Education TV. And she's here to share with us some wonderful insight in regards to managing ourselves. I truly hope that you enjoy this conversation. I know I did. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hello, I am here with Natsune from Life Up Education TV, and she is here to talk to us more about managing our emotions. And Natsune, I'm so happy to have you here. Could you just tell me a little bit more about yourself and your journey of how you got here? Yes, Lindsay. Well, thank you very much for having me today on your show. My name is Natsune Oki. I'm an author of The Game of Self-Domination. I'm also a host at Life Up Education TV, which I'm going to get to a little bit more. And I'm also a startup founder here in Tokyo called Foreign Connect, uh, where it's a it's a company that helps Japanese companies to launch business in America. Mm-hmm. And then I do that vice versa for American companies who want to launch business in Japan. And I connect them with local vendors to expand their businesses in foreign countries. Um, and kind of, I'm just going to give you a snapshot of like, you know, my background a little bit because I tend to go really long. Sure. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Um, I, I was born and raised in Japan, mm-hmm. and I went to United States. I went to U.S. when I graduated from high school. Mm. And the first two years, I studied business. And then after that, I actually decided to take some time off, um, uh, you know, without having complete degree with broken English and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, courageously, I still managed to decide, um, well, I still decided to go out and work in like a real work, uh, you know, real work ex- experience mm-hmm. uh, with like Americans, right? Mm-hmm. And which was like really unique decision, like looking around the the kind of people that, um, well, international students, right? Like it was it wasn't very um, like common decision, but I still did it anyways. Mm -hmm. So from that point, I already had that like entrepreneurial tendency. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I decided to really wanted to work well, surround myself with other entrepreneurs and other leaders. So I actually um, started networking my way around Seattle tech community with like startup community. Mm -hmm. And eventually I got the internship at the university of Washington where they had this like startup incubator. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically they grow startups. Right. So there I got a lot of chance opportunities to um, learn from entrepreneurs and also like in the tech industry, which was kind of big to me because later on that affected my trajectory of like how I look at my life Mm -hmm. in terms of like the definition of success Mm -hmm. and then until that point like it was all about financial indicator but I like my thinking really got expanded and 
started seeing I started seeing that the definition of success is more about my contribution to the humanity and mm-hmm. how I can make a progress how I can make a contribution to make a progress as a humanity mm-hmm. right like uh, being a part of the humanity and then um I went back to school noticing well exploring and noticing that as a definition of success for me I actually shifted slightly and decided to study economics Mm. Uh, because economics it has a little bit more space for you know people matter politics matter like it cares it has a space for caring for people Mm. uh, impacts of economy money things um people right right and then so I I decided to do that and I finished my school and I was getting bored once again, and I needed some change. Um, so I decided to move to completely opposite side of the country, Florida, from Washington. Mm-hmm. At that time, I was in Washington State. And I went like a completely opposite direction, once again, without any money, without any plan, literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I did that. And like the first few weeks came down really rough. Like it was so hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but eventually, I managed to find this job as like a business consultant at the business consulting company. Mm-hmm. And then I was working there for a while and I decided to come back to Japan eventually because uh, last year, supposedly the Olympic was supposed to happen and it didn't happen. It, it just got dispo- uh, postponed. Mm-hmm. But at the time I was already selling a uh, service from the American company to Japanese companies. So I wanted to make that as my own thing. And mm-hmm. that's how Foreign Connect kind of got started. In the same um, time frame, I also, I was running this like a clothing store company mm-hmm. um, in the same time. And then at the time, like I already had this idea that I wanted to have some sort of media company or media outlet that where I can broadcast uh, what I'm good at, which is to spread positivity, which is to inspire other people. And then uh, that's how I started writing a book, uh, The Game of Self-Domination, and then uh, within the same domain, I named my show Life Up Education TV because I wanted to make an impact positively to other people's lives. Um, and then, you know, as I got to think more and more about like what it is that I want to deliver with Life Up Education TV, actually, it it got a lot more deeper than when I first started uh, making it. But basically, I realized that the humanity, the foundation of humanity stands on the art. Um art Mm -hmm. and you know art and creativity right so we have this potential in in us it's not outside it's in us it's a foundation of humanity and ultimately that's that's what we want to unlock with um fully with our lives right like Mm -hmm. throughout our lives that's the creativity that's the potential we want to unlock and to i guess further our progress as a humanity we need to invent different stuff like science mm-hmm. techniques mm-hmm. um tools right like i mean if we talk about as small thing as this chair like this table this whatever like these are all the tools as we progress we invented in order for us to be more creative in order for mm-hmm. us to um, create the life that we want right like more fully life uh, with more abundancy, right, in the materials and resources that helps us to um, survive more easily, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, when we get to that, like, um, so basically my point is I want to unlock the full potential of um, 
human potential of humanity. And my conclusion is that uh, it comes down to talking about art and science. Mm -hmm. uh, th there's an aspect of art and science in the possibility of humanity. And I wanted to touch both of the elements. So Life Up Education TV, a platform, it talks about how can we uh, create advancement in the progress of humanity from the perspective of art and science. And the way I see it, once again, sorry, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm getting a little bit off track, uh, okay. but I want to I wanna try to like explain it in a way that I, uh, I can show you, demonstrate you how I see it, mm -hmm. is I associate art um, with possibility. I associate possibility with future mm -hmm. progress, right? Mm -hmm. And then I associate data and I associate uh, data with history. And I associate history with knowledge. I associate knowledge with techniques and experience and tools that we come up with. Mm -hmm. So collectively, we acquire these knowledges, skills, and experiences, tools. Uh, we are getting more and more um, skilled to create even farther creativity and get to our further uh, creative direction toward the future. Does it make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So basically my mission here is with Life Up Education TV, um, I want to expand both side of the topic and get to, uh, to get to future self, our future selves. So uh, my mission is to make a uh, contribution to the progress of humanity. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I love that. And I loved how you explained that your success is tied to how you can contribute to humanity and to, in a way to help the future with progression. And I love that because I feel like a, a lot of us all throughout the world are becoming called to answer that. And it's powerful because it, it's in all different languages and forms and tones and people. And so I thank you 100% for stepping up to your, your calling and to the plate to, to help us. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much for saying that. That's very sweet. Yes, absolutely. Um, so I know today we wanted to kind of focus on how someone can better manage their emotions, but do you have any kind of theories or thoughts about what could cause someone to start to lose control over their emotions or how that happens? Um, I mean, I think there are so many factors, yeah. like there's no one size fit all answer to that. Correct. But the biggest one that I notice is, people lacking of accountability, like mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. give unnecessary power to their negativity, to their frustration, mm -hmm. hallucinating that they don't have any control over them. Mm -hmm. um, that's the biggest factor um, that I've experienced in my my personal experience so mm -hmm. far. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I, I've seen that in a, a lot of other people as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's... Um, like our power relies in the way that we have the ability to respond to things. And uh, when we get that power away to put the blame on everybody else, it's like we lose the ability to, you know, take control of our lives. So that's a really good point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like it's, it, it can make people really 
dramatic when mm-hmm. you like you know this is one of the story that i talk about in my book as well like you know no matter how successful you are like no matter how rich you become like everything like that like when you you know for example there was this politician mm-hmm. um i think he was i can't remember the state but um he was representing a state mm-hmm. and politician right and then he i think he's in usa um and then this was like 50, 60 years ago or something like that. But basically what, what happened was he was charged for um, receiving bribes, mm-hmm. like receiving money under the table. And then he was going to have to go to jail. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at that time, he he already got this establishment. He's got his, uh, you know, credits and everything. Um that basically he called out to uh, make a press conference the mm-hmm. next day. Mm-hmm. And then basically he ha- uh, he shot himself <gasps> in front of all the camera. Oh, my like God. The videos, making sure that whoever who put him on accountable saw <sighs> that he was suffering, right? Like he was – Oh, gosh. Like in a very extreme form, he demonstrated his pain. He demonstrated like, you know, I have no control over this. Mm-hmm. So you, you must also like understand – that well like you did this to me basically mm-hmm. right? like that's the right. way that's the message he's sending so you know that that was one of the story i spoke about i i can't exactly remember the detail but that was like basically the summary of it mm-hmm. and um you know so it's just one of those things like no matter how powerful you are like how successful you are on the paper and everything like that like as soon as you uh lose um well, control over well, con- as soon as you think that you have no control over something, mm-hmm. you can be very vulnerable. Oh yeah, absolutely. And are there some maybe tips or techniques or ways that we can kind of help others with managing their emotions better? Yeah, well, I think I actually I have many. Um, but maybe let me think about something um, in this context. Sure. Because usually, usually what I talk about is actually I talk about many things. But you know, something I talk about, I guess then is right. Like this one. I mean, for this particular case, like I cannot say if someone did something wrong or right, right? Like right. things just happen mm-hmm. and they don't have to have a meaning to it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and then I'm a big, big believer of there's no fact or there's no truth in life. Like in a very extreme side of that statement would be, I say there's no purpose in life. And purpose in life is not definitive. It's so subjective. For me, there's no purpose in life. For me, the purpose of life is to live it totally. For me, what that means is to make contribution to the progress of humanity. Mm-hmm. And so at the very like macro level, I understand that I don't mean anything. And like the best I can do is to create impact. The best I can do is to create something that means to someone. Mm-hmm. And help someone and in macro or in a bigger scale that becomes progress in humanity mm-hmm. so that's just the only way i see it 
And then when I look at my life as not the individual mission or not the individual legacy, which I mean, some like that thinking I still sometimes deploy in order for me to keep the boost up and the motivation up sometimes. Mm -hmm. But it's just like a utility. It's just like a tool that I use. It's just not the definitive fact. I just know that it's not definitive fact. I, I use it because it serves me. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, that's to say that when I start looking at my life as not the egoistic, like something that I need to achieve for myself, or for my own sake, mm-hmm. as like individual goal, mm-hmm. but rather if I look at it as things happen because whatever happened to me today, whatever happened to me right now needs to happen in order for the world to make sense. Mm. Mm -hmm. Does it make sense? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm listening to you. And um, it's always so interesting listening to different perspectives on different things. Um, And I think that is also a good motivator uh, when we focus on the fact that one, like we're all going to die one day, right? Um, and the only way that you can truly have any portion of you continue to live forever is mm-hmm. to make that impact in the world. Mm-hmm. Is uh, because let's say your body leaves this earth tomorrow, your recordings, the things that you've shared, the things that you've said will live on forever, will still be there. You know, we have books from thousands of years ago from people that have been gone a long time ago, but we still know their name because they decided to take that approach of contributing to humanity and not not based on just what's happening, but it's truth because it stands this test of time. So I do like what you said about, you know, using that as a motivator because that's what truly can keep you going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And for me, I just don't get caught up so much in the practicality mm-hmm. because as much as I like to stay in pra- uh, I like to stay practical because I'm a business person. Mm-hmm. I also come from the place come from a place of very like macro thinker in life, right? Like I just like I just don't get caught up in micro mm-hmm. like practicality because once again like this uh frustration whatever is all about micro like it's all about practicality mm-hmm. like you're thinking about what that means to you right now mm-hmm. you're not thinking about it from the perspective of humanity right you're not thinking about it from the perspective of like what you mean to the world you're thinking about what you what that means to you mm-hmm. specifically and because the fact that you go broke, the fact that you become successful, like doesn't mean shit to anyone else. But right, you. right. And when when you notice it, like you just gain a little bit more courage to accept things as they are. And mm-hmm. at another, from another way to look at it is, you know, someone actually asked me like, why I'm so zen. You know, like I I react to things like when something happened, I react to something dramatically for I don't know like. If I last, probably lasts me like two hours. But two hours later, I'm back to working. Like I, I don't get that upset whenever something happened. Like mm-hmm. usually, if I take some time off, I can come back to work no problem within a few hours. Mm-hmm. So people ask me like, why are you not dwelling? Like why, why are you so you know always like on the go? 
Mm-hmm. And I noticed that the answer I could come up with for that was like, as much as I'm a dreamer, as much as I'm very positive thinker, and you know, I'm a motivator and motivated and everything like that. Mm-hmm. At the same time, like, I just don't expect anything from life. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't take my life as granted. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mm-hmm. necessarily assume that I'm going to be alive tomorrow. Right. So when you have that edge, like perspective and uh, edge in perspective, you become just really thankful and you become really happy just for the very simple fact that you're alive today. Right. And just really gives you motivation and the courage to just really live at the moment. Yep, exactly. Um, I always like to remind people that expectations will rob us of gratitude. So we usually will get upset or disappointed by our expectations, not by reality Um, or what's actually happening. What's, you know, what, the event that actually occurred, it's all about how you perceived it and your expectations you had of it before it occurred. And if it didn't meet that expectation, now you're disappointed, now you're upset, now you have the negative emotions. But if you don't have that those expectations, then you will just, you have no choice but to be grateful or to learn from it, you know? Mm-hmm. That's, that's a very beautiful saying. Very mm-hmm. pretty safe. <laughs> Thank you. Um, And I know that you have your book, The Game of Self-Domination, which is really interesting. And I would love to learn more about it um, in the future. But what's kind of like an overarching message or or, or what is the theme or what's something that you value most about what you share in the book? So my book, The Game of of Mm -hmm. Self-Domination, talks about how one can create mental transformation in three different phases. The first phase I talk about how one can create commitment in life because so many people delay their commitment, right? Mm-hmm. Which is like not necessarily a bad thing if you don't want to do something. Mm-hmm. But if you want to do something, that becomes a problem. Like you need to really, mm, ha- you know, get ready with your stomach and just really face <laughs> whatever you want to create in, or, uh, in, mm-hmm. in your life. So I, I talk about that. And the first phase is all, all about emotion, creating that emotion, creating that basically um, almost kind of like a revenge uh, emotion that you want to show to the world you're possible, like I, like you want to show to the world you're capable. So I would basically um, give you different stories and questions to think about to create inspiration in a, in a sense that I want to show you whatever you're dreaming of right now is possible mm-hmm. to achieve. And then also create desperation in a sense that I need you to realize you need to deal with your problems. You need to deal with mm-hmm. your challenges, right? So that's the goal of the, that's the entire goal of the uh, phase one. I just want to create the momentumness mm-hmm. commitment uh, with very emotional approach. And then the second phase, moving to the second phase, I start talking about which, by the way, is way more important than the first mm-hmm. phase. I start talking about practicality. I start talking about um, resilience, perseverance, mm-hmm. right? And when you run on your emotion only, that's super dangerous because shit will hit you. When you're mm-hmm. emotional, you can't you can't handle the shit you have to, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're mm-hmm. faced, right? So... 
I start, then I start talking about practicality, like how can one create the resilience and perseverance in their plans? And that comes in with some logical thinking. That comes with um, your very strong willingness, though, but also comes with the logical thinking, like understanding how the world works and why things are mm-hmm. how they are, right? So I, I talk about that a little bit. And then um, the third phase, moving on to the third phase, I start talking about let's define the definition of uh, success, happiness, and failure because we've already uh, redefined with the logic the definition of failure in the phase two. Uh, now that you're good, but in the world, there's no much talk being created around definition of success and happiness. We kind of like, we talk a lot about redefining failure, mm-hmm. uh, but I think there's no um, enough talking around the opposite direction. And people kind of, without noticing, people kind of outsource that definition to whatever is common. Um, so that that's also another factor that why people um, that makes people miserable because uh, so that's why I wanted to talk really deep about mm-hmm. that and so basically the ending of it is to talk about like let's let's specify what success to you and uh, back to the beginning statement like my definition of success is not the one step like one destination but rather success is something I can never achieve because success is what excites me. Success is what inspires me to get up every morning. Success is always in the future. I'm always facing toward the future. I'm looking forward to my future um, to always run after my mm-hmm. success. That's awesome. I love that. And I, I I enjoyed the conversation and everything that you had to share and your perspective on your journey through life and how it got you to this place. And is there any other like tips or just any other messages that you want to share to help other people with kind of owning that that self-domination or managing themselves to make them more, not successful, but, but just to, to have a, a better life? Um, I mean, I have many messages around that. The whole theme of life have really evolves around it. But I think one thing people, a lot of people struggle is by cynicism. Mm-hmm. And they're not cynical. They're just scared. Mm-hmm. They're just hurt. So if you change the wording, you gain a little bit more control over it. Instead of saying you're a cynical person, you're a negative person, you're a failure, instead of saying that, you can rephrase your wording and say, I'm scared, I'm hurt, I'm afraid of getting hurt again. Then you kind of understand why you are being in the way that Mm -hmm. you are being right now. And then you can start coming up with solutions rather than dwelling on the fact that you are being cynical. Yeah. No, that's a really good point. Uh, just having that self-awareness to notice when you're going down that trail. Mm-hmm. Very good. Well, I, I really enjoy this. And how can people get in contact with you if they want to learn more about what you have to share? Yeah, my name is Natsune Oki. 
and you can find me under Life Up Education TV on pretty much all the social media platform. Mm-hmm. You can find me at the website is lifeupeducationtv.com. I'm on YouTube, Twitter, uh, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Awesome. Thank you. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Natsune. I really appreciate you, and I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you very thank much, you. Lindsay. Thank you. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Bye.